the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hi. How are you today? I hope you're doing really well. I'm doing good. I've been reflecting on my life. I've been thinking about Easter. It was not too far not too far behind us, but I I keep thinking about it. I think Easter has hang time, doesn't it? The risen Savior, the power of the cross, the power of an open tomb. Today we want to talk about quiet time, but I want to talk about how do you have a quiet time when you're too tired to read? <laughs> Are you ever too tired to read? You know you're too tired when you're too tired to read. At least that's for me. That's one of my little red flags going, uh-oh, I better get some rest uh, when I don't feel like reading. But we... We worked so hard. My my husband's a pastor at the church next door on the west side of Columbus. And, you know, a lot of times you might think, oh, it's just Easter. No big deal. Right. But for us and for our we have a small staff. They worked so hard, so diligently. And it ended up being just this glorious celebration. The week before was Palm Sunday and we had all kinds of activities for the kids. We even had a donkey which was really cool. And the palm parade with the beautiful palm branches. I just love it. And then, so we roll right from this huge celebration on Palm Sunday into Easter. And, you know, we're coming, we, we're through COVID really, but you're now you're still trying to recollect everybody, recollect volunteers. You, you trying to re um, really it's a rebuilding time for the church. It's time to rebuild and, so we were rebuilding and our baptistry wasn't working. <laughs> and so we needed the water to be able to be heated. And we called uh, some repairmen that it, they couldn't figure it out. And then some guys in the church were working on it. But we had to get the right type of electricity so we could have the right kind of heater and not blow up the heater. So we were trying to find the right kind of heaters and match the electricity. So many things, right? All these different complications. So we couldn't get that baptistry going. So we were looking at a pool on the patio outside, but then it was going to be cold weather. So then we had to look for a heater again and steps and all sorts of things. We ended up, guess what we did? So after all of this time and effort and trying to figure everything out and all the team, everyone trying to figure it out, we went to Tractor Supply and got some feed water troughs. And they were perfect. And then this pool and spa place came and heated them up with warm water for baptisms. And we did 50 baptisms on Easter. 
Is that not amazing? So it's really, really neat. And, you know, you think for those just watching, oh, that just happens. No, there were phone calls made and people cared for and people welcomed to the Lord and people prayed with and prayed at the altar. All, all of these things leading up to those moments. And so there's all these details. And usually if you're not part of a church staff or something, you don't realize all the behind the scenes details, you know, getting towels, getting t-shirts and the team just worked so tirelessly and uh, it's the beautiful music. It was just an incredible day. I was so encouraged that people came back to church, beautiful flowers. I mean, we sang and sang, I think we sang six or seven worship songs because we just kept singing so that we could see all of the Baptist baptisms. What a glorious day, right? God is so good. So, so much to celebrate, but I'm telling you all this to get to a point Um, so we had worked hard. We saw so many people encouraged and strengthened, come to the Lord. And then we went home on Easter Sunday and, you know, we're tired, obviously, after all of that, four service, three services. And I thought about it because now we didn't have anything to do except for rest, which was good, but you kind of miss you know, family, our family was out of town. Our, our other kids were at their other uh, family member's house and just kind of like, oh, it's a letdown. You know, I wish I had a big Easter dinner right now. And so I, that was the way it was, but it was really good. It was a little bit hard. It was really good. And then last night I was invited to a small group at our church, a group of girls, and I walked in the door and they surprised me with an Easter dinner, an Easter dinner. And what was really cool was the Easter dinner was from the Easter heart book. They had taken all of my recipes and each of them had made one of my recipes. And one was the pimento cheese braided bread. I mean, that takes a long time. One had made the layered coconut cake. Thank you, Stephanie. I mean, they had made every one, the pear salad, the tenderloin, on and on and on, the deviled eggs. And I just sat there. They had set the table because in an Easter heart book, I give a table setting uh, sample, how you could set a beautiful Easter table. And, you know, as a pastor and his wife, we didn't have time to do all of that this year because we were doing everything we could for the church. And we literally, I think we came home and had a turkey sandwich and just, you know, could just sit down. But so when I walked in and they had made this beautiful Easter dinner from the Easter heart, they had read it together. I was just overwhelmed. I, I thought they don't have any idea what this means to me. This was really, really special. So they were excited and they were serving and they were encouraging me. And and what do you do after you've had a week like that or, or several weeks in a row like that with whatever it is you're doing and you're too tired to have a quiet time? So what do you do? You know, sometimes I love, love to read. I love to study. I love to write. But when I'm overdone, I just I can't focus that well. So I have to re recuperate first and then I can, you know, start reading again. But what do you do? So I thought I would share some things, you know, when you're when you're too tired to have a a classic quiet time, I think for me the best thing to do is I like to walk and pray. And I may be too tired to read a whole chapter or a book, but I am able to get a verse or two. So like for example, today the verse that I found was 
Second uh, Chronicles 2015, and it's when God says to Jehoshaphat, he said, for all Judea, for all Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat, this battle belongs to me. This battle, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed because the battle belongs to me. And I, when I read that verse, I was like, yes, I have a nugget. And I literally took that verse and ran outside the door. I, I've been teaching my dog to go off leash. <laughs> and my we'll talk about that later. It's, it's, it's 50% successful. But anyway, we have several acres. And my husband, Pastor Doyle, he mowed a path for me so I could walk. And so I took that verse and I just began to list almost to declare to God what the battle was and, you know, all these different challenges that you face. And I, I list them before the Lord as a prayer. And I'm like, God, I will not be afraid and I will not be dismayed because of this situation or that problem or this thing that's happening. And I just listed them off to him and said, it it belongs to you. This, I, I give it to you, God. I trust you. I love you. I can't do this on my own. I can't do anything without you. And just surrender my heart to him. Talk to him boldly that way. I'll listen to some songs or sing a song or worship. But but my time walking is with him. And to me, that's a really powerful quiet time. That is a great quiet time. And so if if you know, and then usually when you walk, you're energized, right? And so I was so energized and and went on in uh, to work after that. But as I get rested, then I have more studious type quiet times. But that's something you can do. Another thing that I do is when I I'll go walk or even just you know sit. If you're really tired, um, I'll make a list of the people that I'm praying for, and I love that because I can literally just sit there and close my eyes. And pray and pray out loud or pray quietly, but pray through each person that comes to my mind. I love this verse in Luke 5.16. It says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and he prayed. And so I love just to get quiet. I think sometimes quiet restores our soul and it gives us extra energy when we do that. I'll give you another uh, scripture. It's in Psalm 66, 16, and this is the Passion Translation. I love that. It's just a really fun paraphrase, but it says, all you lovers of God who want to please him, come and listen, and I'll tell you what he did for me. I cried aloud to him with all my heart, and he answered me. Now my mouth overflows with the highest praise. Yet if I had closed my eyes to sin, the Lord would have closed his ear to my prayer. But praises rise to God, for he paid attention to my prayer and answered my cry to him. I will forever praise this God who didn't close his heart when I prayed and never said no when I asked him for help and never once refused to show me his tender love. Isn't that a great verse? I, and sometimes I'll do that. I'll sit on the porch and I'll just say, Lord, let's talk about what's been going on. And that is a quiet time. That may not seem like a quiet time to you, but I'll take a verse like that. And then I'll just sit there and I'll say, God, wow, we have this Easter and I'm so thankful for our staff and I'll list them off and how hard they work. I'm so thankful for the children in our church. I'm so grateful for, and and I'll fill in the blank and I'll just begin to thank God and praise God. You know, all those that were baptized and I'll pray about that. And, and then I might say, Lord, 
this is where I feel like I could have done better. And Lord, help me. I want to change. I want to, I want to move closer to you. And I'll talk to him about that. And you, you, you know, that may not seem like a quiet time, but it is. It's a great quiet time. So then, you know, I was telling you about being in this small group last night and they invited me beautiful dinner. The other question they asked me, they said, when you have your quiet time, where do you start in the Bible? What do you do? And so just real quick before we go today, I think if you could get you a Thompson Chain Reference Bible, that is one of my favorite Bibles. I was telling the girls about it last night because you can take a theme, any question that you have. Maybe it's forgiveness. Maybe it's healing. Maybe it's trust. Maybe it's love. And the Thompson Chain Reference will take you from Genesis to Revelation on that topic. So you can study and it'll just take you to the next verse and the next verse. And that is a very fun way um, to study your Bible during your quiet time. So many ways aren't there to have a quiet time. Well, you are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. I'm here to encourage your faith and let you know that you're not alone. Maybe you're in a heartbreak or you feel desperate right now. Maybe you're even full of joy. I want you to know that God wants to meet you. He wants to meet you right here just as you are here at Simply for Women. We have an interview coming up, and this is the part of the show where we learn from one another and enjoy one another. So I want you to stay with us. It's going to be a really wonderful interview. So it's coming right up. Don't go away. In the meantime, go to my website. It's Jennifer dash jackson.org that's right jennifer dash jackson.org and you can get you some of those yummy recipes to make a prayer to download or even just send me a message i want to hear from you you are listening to simply for women three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.